Let's go around the world, y'all. Let's go see what's going on out in these Twitter streets so that we can see just how delusional uh, um, what is this? <laughs> Somebody says, call a social worker. So anyways, we can see just how delusional this whole, I don't know where to go. This whole Micaiah, Micaiah Bryant thing is, right? And all the madness people are saying. I'm just, I'm just telling you guys, I don't really have a whole lot of hope. I don't, I don't know what the future is going to look like moving forward with, um, with, with uh, American society. Not just black folks, because you got a lot of delusional, pasty liberals joining in on the quote unquote fun, right? Of trying to turn maniacs into heroes, especially with this young girl. So now we got students are occupying the Ohio Union to demand Ohio State cut ties with the Columbus police after the killing of Micaiah Bryant. So we got this going on. We, we're doing sit-ins, and notice, let's look at the sit-ins, y'all. Let's see if we can count the Negroes, y'all. Let's see. Let's see if we can find some Negroes up in here. Hold on. Let me see. That guy look like he might be an Indian or something. Uh, we got one. We got one right here. Here's a, here's a sister girl. Uh, let's see. This is like finding Waldo, y'all. Except, except trying to find Waldo, we're looking for... We're trying to find Negro. So let's find Negro. I see one, just one right here. <laughs> so we got sit-ins going down over a girl who, remember, this is all under the guise of Black Life Matters. Black Lives Matter, y'all. Everybody is conveniently forgetting about the black life that was actually saved. Everybody's forgetting about that. Look at this, the ACLU. Micaiah Bryant was 16 years old and had her entire life ahead of her. For the second time in less than a week, we are collectively mourning a child killed by the police. We'll say it again. The system that kills children with impunity cannot be reformed. Really? Talking about kids that kids that run around here holding knives, trying to jug people with knives. <laughs> what, dude? Are we living in a? Is this a? Is this an episode of the Twilight Zone? Are we living on an alternate reality? Did I did I wake up and and fall through my mirror and now I'm on the opposite side of the mirror living in a? And an alternate dimension? Like, what is going on here? Yeah, that was a Photoshop knife. That knife was Photoshop, and, and so was her reaction to the knife. They they uh they photoshopped her body <laughs> trying to defend herself from potentially getting juked with that knife as well. Oh, this is Photoshop, super facts. <laughs> Whoever this Photoshop person is, this person needs to get all the uh Photoshop jobs out there. That person, they need to hire this person all over the place, B. Uh-oh, what happened? 
Oh, was that was that King James? We'll, we'll go. Uh, look, look at it. Here we go. Hold on. I'm trying to get. Right, we we just keep reloading and refreshing. Hold on. I'm trying to. All right. Let's just go to the top. We got Michael Knowles. A just society would give the police officer who shot. But oh, super facts. There we go. A just society would give the police officer who shot Makai Bryant an award for heroism. Now this brother speaking my language. That brother, that white cop needs to, to get an award out in these streets, y'all. An award. You know what I'm saying? Super facts. He saved a black life, y'all. How do we forget this? Look at this one. Cops murder George Floyd, Adam Toledo, and Makai Bryant, but donate the Kyle Rittenhouse Defense Fund. I'm not kidding. Cops are not only donating, but are offering support for a man who gunned down protesters. One in the back, what the F. Do we all not know the story of Kyle Rittenhouse? How it is literally on camera that Kyle Rittenhouse was being chased down by white people, mind you. Remember, he only killed white people. He was chased down by a white dude that he killed in a parking lot. And then he was literally on camera, y'all, running down the street, getting chased by a dude with a gun. He shot the dude in the hand with the gun. And then there was a dude with a skateboard who took a swing at his head with the back of the skateboard. And he put one in his chest. This is like literally all on video, y'all. This dude literally was acting in self-defense. As in, you can watch the video and see him literally running away from the people before he ended up sending them to the upper room as in literally <laughs> like i swear we are living in a we're living in a tv show over here uh-oh look at lebron so lebron posted this he says you're next so this is the cop you go to Tariq nasheed has me blocked on this particular twitter account but if you go to his account Tariq nasheed posted this picture saying this is the suspected white supremacist race soldier who who who's a marks who, who used to be a marksman in the military like he should be a marksman all all military personnel we spent mad time at the range b we all got some type of marksman badge i got one i had an expert marksman badge at one time you know when you go to the range at least when i went i don't know how, how it is now when i used to go shoot the m16 or the m4 at the range the 300 meter range one time i shot a perfect 40 for 40 <laughs> we all should be uh everybody in the military is a marksman that ain't nothing new to reek nasheed you need to be some type of marksman so you can uh have your little fancy badge to put on your uniform and add that to your promotion points so that's not a shock Tariq. yes Tariq has me blocked he blocked me yes Tariq, y'all know why Tariq nasheed blocked me he blocked me because i said his wife is a mulatto <laughs> I said his wife is biracial. He over here talking about this is black queen. I'm like, nah, nigga, your wife half white, half black. And then he blocked me. But anyways, Tariq was like, he's a he's an ex-military marksman shooter. Everybody in the military is a ex-military marksman shooter. Like literally, when you graduate up out of basic training, you have to earn at least the lowest level marksmanship badge in order for you to qualify to be to go on to uh advance your career in the military that's that's a requirement just to get out of basic training so that's that's not a shocker there Tariq Nasheed <laughs> but here we go with LeBron James so LeBron posted this 
and he deleted it, right? Then he posted this. He says, he says, I'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police. I took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate. This isn't about one officer. It's about the entire system. And they always use our words to create more racism. I'm desperate for more accountability. Wait a second, LeBron. This white cop saved a black woman, y'all. How do we keep ignoring the obvious, y'all? This zaddy over here, this Mr. Charlie over here, literally saved a black woman from being killed or seriously injured from another black woman or young woman who was carrying like a six-inch knife, who was trying to swing the knife and, and, and make it do what it do. Like, how do we, how do we ignore these realities? Uh, who just sent this? Veteran novice sent me a dollar for the Negro College Fund. Appreciate your dollar. So how do we how do we ignore this stuff, y'all? How do we ignore the obvious, y'all? I thought this was about black lives and, and we need to be saving black lives. Your man's literally saved a black life on camera. Literally. Literally. Serious question. What is BLM saying today if the officer doesn't shoot Micaiah Bryant and she stabs a young black woman to death? We are on the road to paralyzing our police completely. And I know some woke types were like that, but the results will be disastrous. Yeah, what are what is BLM saying? Black Lives Matter. This dude literally decided, yo, this black woman's life matters in the pink because this other black woman's trying to take it out. Like, how do we how do we even get here, y'all? How do we even get here with the mass stupidity? Dude, are they putting stupid, stupid pills into the vaccine shots? Like, how are people getting this dumb? What was the name? Y'all remember that movie that came out? Let me look it up. Remember, there was a movie that came out. Movie about dumb people. What was the name of that movie? Idiocracy. Anybody remember this movie, Idiocracy? Came out in 2006. Anybody remember this movie? This movie was a matter of fact, Terry Lewis was the president of the United States in this movie. But basically, humanity had got so stupid, y'all, that I can't I can't remember the entire plot of the movie, but this guy, Luke Wilson, was considered like the smartest man in the world. And he was like an idiot. <laughs> Because everybody else was dumber than him. You know what I'm saying? We are literally living in a, a in the movie Idiocracy, y'all. Go watch this movie if you have never seen it. This movie is literally coming true right before our eyes, y'all. Let me read the let me read the plot real quick. So it says in 2005, U.S. Army librarian Corporal Joe Bowers is selected for a suspended animation experiment as the most average individual in the entire armed forces. Lacking a suitable, suitable female candidate, the military hires a prostitute named Rita and bribes her pimp uh, upgraded when the officer in charge is arrested for... Anyways, so... La, 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 la. Okay, here we go. It says, Joe and Rita's suspension chambers are unearthed by the collapse of a mountain-sized garbage pile. Uh, anyways, just go watch the movie. He wakes up. 
you know, uh, as suspended. Basically, he he was like frozen in time, and he he gets up out of the suspension, and he literally discovers that he's pretty much the smartest man in the entire world. But back when he was alive in his earlier life, he was just an an average idiot running around. Nobody paid him any attention. Nothing. But go watch this movie, y'all. Idiocracy. We are literally living a real life episode or not episode, but plot line from idiocracy. Y'all this is where we are literally living at. A cop saves a black woman's life, a black person's life. Remember black women. We the most unprotected women's out there, man. Officer Joe blow came through and saved the day like a boss with his marksman skills put four hot ones in a chick that was about to stick a six inch blade into another black woman. But we all over here. Look at this at today's white house pressing Jen, whatever her last name is outlandishly claimed that the death of Micaiah Bryant, who was violently attacking another black girl with a knife was due to systemic racism. Even at the white house, y'all they are blaming her death on racism, y'all. They are literally not her. They are literally blaming this black girl's death, the one that was trying to stab another black girl. They are blaming it on racism at the White House, y'all. You can't make this up, y'all. You cannot make this up, B. Look at it. They're blaming this on systemic racism. How do we get here? We are literally witnessing the downfall of America, y'all. The literal downfall of America where everything is up, everything that's up is down, and everything that's down is up. We might as well just start walking backwards around here. We might as well just go back to the 1990s and put our clothes on backwards like crisscross. We might as well start driving cars with our feet around here. We might as well just start crawling around on all fours. We are literally regressing. And this is why I'm not a fan of these damn vaccines. I'm not a fan of the vaccines, you know, for a number of reasons. But one of the reasons is I think they're putting stupid juice in the vaccine. Because they bragged on the news today that 200 million people in America got uh at least one shot for the vaccine i'm like man they must there must be a whole lot of stupid juice being pumped into there to the point where you literally are blaming systemic racism on a white cop stopping another black per- woman from stabbing another black woman shout out to king of zamunda for the dollar appreciate that how can how, like how do we get here y'all A white okay, what if it was a black cop? What if it was a black cop that showed up and shot the girl? Would this be racism? What would it be? What would this be if it was a black police officer? Exact same scenario showed up, shot old girl, saved the other girl's life. Would this be systemic racism too, White House? <laughs> 
But anyways, regardless of who it is, how do you call this institutional systemic racism? This dude saved the life of another black girl or woman. We're just going to say young woman. Because I don't know how old the other girl was. As in literally. He pulls, because, you know, here's, here's the storyline. They're like, the big girl with the knife called the police. So here's what I learned about the altercation, right? So remember when the cop first got there, you saw the light-skinned girl get pushed over, and then that dude started stomping her. I'm hearing from sources that that was the girl's father. The chick with the knife, they're saying that that was her actual father that was stomping that other girl out. And then the big girl comes running around with the knife trying to slice and dice. And so what's another narrative? Remember, remember I was talking about how Van Jones is on TV talking about, man, we scared of the police. Van Jones got the waterworks just flowing out his eyeballs. We so scared of the police. If you go watch that video, not man nigga in that video was scared of the cops. And listen, how scared of the police can you be if you are literally trying to stomp a chick in front of the cops, y'all? The cops show up, you push a girl over and proceed to trying to stomp her head into the concrete in front of the police. How scared of the cops can you be? How scared of the police can you be if you still got a knife in your hand and you literally run right in front of the cop with the knife and proceed to try to stab another chick in front of the cop? I don't want to hear this crap about niggas being scared of cops. Niggas ain't scared of cops, y'all. Negroes are not scared of police. Let's just stop with the lies already. Nobody in that video was scared. Nobody. And then the other story is, well, the big girl, they the ones who called the police. And, and, and so, so let's, let's analyze that, right? So let's just assume that the big girl and her father did actually call the cops and that them other girls came over there to try to whoop on them because that's highly believable. That part of the story is actually very believable, y'all. Because there are a lot of videos and instances where girls and dudes will go to somebody else's house trying to get busy out in these streets. I mean, we know about the rapper from um, Mobile, Alabama. Remember him? Uh, what's his name? I can't remember what his name is. It's something brazy, bra honeycomb brazy, where his enemies went to his grandparents' house, killed them, and set the house on fire. So we know for a fact, niggas will show up at your crib. If they really got beef and they don't care who at the crib. So that part of the story is believable. That may be the girl in the pink and that other chick that got pushed down. There's a strong possibility that that part of the story might be true. That them girls actually showed up to that house looking for beef. All right. Assume that's true. The police officer, if you see what the information he was given, I actually saw it. I think Akatunde posted it, right? The, the officer was given information saying that, there's some girls fighting at a house with a knife. Like that was literally all the information he got. The cop pulls up to the house. He sees the girl in the pink and approaches her in like a calm manner. 
Then all of a sudden, you see the other chick get pushed over. Here come the dude, a.k.a. daddy, trying to stomp the other girl. Big girl coming around the corner with the knife. He ain't have no time to figure out who the hell was involved in anything. He don't know none of these damn people. All he know is somebody at the crib got a knife. We got reports of a knife over here. And bam, here come a girl with a damn knife trying to stab somebody right in front of me. <laughs> but this is systemic racism. No. This is systemic stupidity. Systemic stupidity, y'all. Like, what you supposed to do in this scenario, B? What are you supposed to do? You supposed to talk it out? Everybody's like, oh, he could have pulled a taser out. Pulled a taser out and did what? Did what? <laughs> he could have shot it in the leg. What? No, he did the right thing. He applied his military training. These people crazy as hell. Shout out to LR for the super sticker. Thank you. Uh, let's see. So here the dude, Ohio cop who fatally shot Makai Bryant is a military trained marksman. Like I said, everybody in the military is a trained marksman, y'all. As in literally, listen. Oh, God. Uh-oh, hold on. I opened the wrong window. Give me a second. Oh. All right, uh, all right, so never mind. So listen, right? When you graduate basic training, y'all, you you brand new into the U.S. Army, you learning how to be a soldier in the military. Before you can graduate basic training, you have to pass marksmanship class. And when you pass marksmanship class, this is the badge that they give you, y'all. Right here. This is your marksmanship badge. You literally have to get that badge. That's all you need to that's all you need to have to be considered a marksman in the US military, y'all. Is somebody who just joined the army 10 weeks ago, straight out of high school, getting yelled at by some drill sergeants for about nine weeks. You spend about two to three weeks going to BRM basic rifle marksmanship, where you're just at the range all day shooting M16s. And if you want to graduate basic training, you have to, I can't remember what the number is, how, how, what the number, I think you got to shoot at least 20 targets, if I'm not mistaken, to get the marksmanship badge. This is the lowest level marksmanship badge you have to get. You have to get this in order to actually just be in the military. So when they say this, they're trying to make it seem like this dude was a damn sniper or something like that. Like he was like he was hanging out on the roof in Iraq somewhere or Afghanistan taking sniper shots. Like that one dude they made a movie about some years ago. No. More than likely, like I said, everybody gets everybody is a marksman in the U.S. military, y'all. That is literally a requirement for your job. Or at least when I was in. And then if you shoot more than the, than the average, then you get this right here. You get the sharpshooter badge. Or if you go to the weapons range and you shoot a perfect 40 for 40 at the 300 meter range in the prone in the prone unsupported position, 
you get the expert marksmanship badge with the reef around it. I had this once. Then, you know, I lost it because I went to the range. Because what it is, I shoot for, I shot 40 for 40, so I get the expert marksmanship range. Next time I go to the range, if I don't shoot 40 for 40, I got to downgrade it to this right here. So I fluctuated between this and this. But I started off with this. But most of my career, it was between this and this. Most of the time, it was just this. But that's how this works, y'all. Don't be fooled by the BS of trying to say he is a trained marksman. Everybody in the U.S. Army is a quote-unquote trained marksman. You cannot be in the U.S. Army unless you are a marksman at the at least the elementary level. And what he did, he pulled out his little 9mm or his Glock or whatever he got and, and shot her, shot her uh, close range four times. That's like standard... Stuff people do when you go to the weapons range. You're not, they're trying to make it seem like this guy was a, a, a sniper. He probably, I don't know what his MOS was in the army. Let's look. Hold on. All right. He's at least uh, airborne. Those are airborne wings right there. No, he was in the Air Force. Never mind. This dude was in the Air Force. This is the Air Force uniform. So he definitely wasn't no damn sniper. <laughs> he definitely was not a sniper, y'all. He was in the Air Force. This is an Air Force uniform. I don't know what his job was in the Air Force, but he definitely was not. Let's look at it. Let's see if they posted it. He definitely was not a sniper. I can tell you that right now. Right, let's see if this thing, come on, come on. It's taking forever to load. All right, it's taking too long. Uh they tripping. They they listen. They really trying to make it seem like you see because you know what they're doing. They're trying to create this narrative that the police force is riddled with a bunch of expert sniper white supremacists who are out here just hunting black people, y'all. That's that's how they're trying to frame this, y'all. Let's see if they mention what his job was in the Air Force. I, no, no, he wasn't even, he was in the Air Force National Guard, y'all. So he was in the Air Force National Guard. Same thing George Bush Jr. was in. The Air Force National Guard. And he received his expert marksmanship badge with an M4 carbine rifle. I used to carry an M4. I'll show y'all. For those of you who don't know what an M4 is, I used to sleep with this thing literally when I was in the military. I was downrange in Afghanistan. It would sleep with me in my bed. I was toting one of these around Every, everywhere. I go, it, it looks like a short M16. That's all it really is. It's just a short M16. You can put sight pole. You, you can do a whole. You can do the same thing pretty much with this. You can do with an M16 or AR15 or whatever the case may be. But it's just like a, a short M16 at the end of the day for you non-weapon, non-military people. But I used to carry one of these around all the time when I was in Afghanistan. Everywhere I went, my weapon was with me. I, I go take a shower. I go to the bathroom. I have my weapon with me the, literally the entire time. All right? So we carried an M4. He was, he was an expert marksman badge. So where would I put the expert marksman badges at? That's who they got him in the Air Force. I wonder if it's the same thing. I really couldn't tell you. 
because I was in the Army. So the Air Force, some of their stuff is slightly different, at least in terms of how it looks. So I don't know if they have like a different style badge for the Air Force. But anyway, let's just go back to the Army because I'm familiar with the Army stuff. But basically, he had one of these, y'all. That means he went to the weapons range and shot a 40 for 40, prone, supported, and unsupported. And he was in the foxhole shooting at Fast Freddy. Y'all probably like, Fast Freddy? What's Fast Freddy? Let me show y'all what Fast Freddy is, in case y'all don't know. Uh, Let's show a picture of Fast Freddy. Where he at? I, maybe I don't see a picture of Fast Freddy. Anyways, 300 meter weapons range. All right, let's, let's just go here. All right, anyways, Fast Freddy. So you're looking down range, right? You're looking at all your targets. Uh, let me see if I can find an army range. Maybe that's it. Oh, here we go. All right, so anyways, this right here, uh, I think that's Fast Freddy. So, anyways, Fast Freddy is like, what is he? What was he? Twenty-five or fifty meters to your left. Anyway, he, he was like, he was a little target that pops up and down real quick. We used to call him Fast Freddy. The furthest target away is like three hundred meters. I can't see it on this screen here. But anyways, you'd have one at fifty meters, hundred meters, one hundred fifty meters, two hundred meters. What was it? Two fifty and three hundred or something like that. They just pop up and down the random locations. We used to walk up and down the range. We'd have the load. We'd have the. Uh, we knew what, exactly which target would pop up. Um, we had it written on the back of our paddles, our, our little safety paddles, or whatever the case may be. And you shoot your targets, man. And if you shot forty for forty, you get you get your uh, you get this badge right here. And then you was looking like the shiznit when it came time to uh, go to a promotion board, because everybody wants to look like the shiznit. So. But, you know, regardless, trying to frame it as he was a trained. They're trying to make it seem like he was a trained assassin, y'all. Like, like, like he was out here just like, like he went out like he was SEAL Team 6. Like he was the guy who went out here and found Osama bin Laden. That's what they're trying to make it sound like. No, he's just the dude that went to the weapons range like everybody else. And he shot uh, at least a 40 for 40 or whatever the standard is. I, I can't remember what it was. I think if you, I think it's like if you get 36 out of 40 or 38 out of 40, you get the expert marksman badge or something like that. At least I, I can't remember, but that's all he did to qualify to get this. But regardless, regardless, right? Regardless, you got to, yeah, somebody knows about Fast Freddy right here. Fast Freddy, he says, I hate effing Fast Freddy. For that stuff, 100 meters, 150, 200, 250, 300, then boom, fast Freddy at 50. Exactly. Exactly. So this guy knows what I'm talking about. If you ever went to a, a weapons range, at least on an army base, this guy knows exactly what the hell I'm talking about. Fast Freddy will pop up and you got to switch. You got to shift your body to the left or shift your body to the right and then try to knock that target down because he'll only be up for like two or three seconds before he drops back down. He'll pop up really quick and go right down really quick. That's Fast Freddy, y'all. But regardless, your man's here. How come nobody's saying this? How come nobody's saying he used his, his uh, military-trained marksmanship skills to save the life of a black girl, a black young woman who was about to get stabbed by another black chick? How come nobody's framing it in that manner, y'all? He saved the, He literally saved the life.
Shout out to my man, ABL. Now, now they want to compare him to Dylan Roof. Everybody's like, they didn't Dylan Roof killed nine peoples. You know what? You know why Dylan Roof isn't dead? It's because the cops weren't there when Dylan Roof was killing nine people. When the cops caught up the Dylan Roof, Dylan Roof surrendered, put his hands up. They took him to Burger King. Well, I'm, you think, listen, they, they probably take a lot of suspects to, that are uh, to, to fast food joints that are, get them some type of food that are a ways away from where they committed a crime. Now, I'm pretty sure that's not uncommon. But regardless, Dylan Roof is alive because at the time he was out there committing those crimes at that church in Charleston, the cops weren't there to see it. And when the cops finally caught up to him, he more than likely peacefully surrendered because, you know, what happens when you peacefully surrender, you don't get killed. And then, like I say, Cal Rittenhouse, everybody's like, the cops. Well, if you actually watch the video of him, when he actually approached the cops, he never had his weapon aimed at the damn cops. It was always pointed at the damn ground. It's like it's like, how do people watch these videos and act like they don't see what they're seeing on video? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's like we all got the same eyeballs, right? We got I, mean, I don't understand how people see different see different things. You say, why do uh, black people care about Cal Rittenhouse? It's because they're trying to find the white version of somebody that did something and survived. Look at this. They out here marching. How are you out here marching for the life of a, a, a black woman? that tried to kill another black woman. How does this even make sense? You are literally out here marching for the life of a black woman who tried to kill another black woman. I thought we had sisterhood, y'all. Matter of fact, does anybody know the name of the chick that almost got stabbed? <laughs> Let's look it up. I don't even know her name, y'all. Let's look it up. Name of woman, uh, Micaiah Bryant attempted to stab. What is the name of the woman that actually lived? I don't even know her name. Put that on Twitter. Hold on. anybody know the name of the black woman that the white cop saved from the other black i'll put young woman uh hold up let me rephrase this uh hold up anybody know the name of the young black woman that the white cop saved 
from being stabbed by the other black woman named, uh, how you spell her name? Where is it at? Micaiah Bryant. Asking for a friend. <laughs> I don't even know the girl's name, y'all. Gif on here. Matter of fact, let me let me let me uh let me find a picture. Hold on. Kaya Bryant. All right, let's let's we gotta we gotta find I don't even know the girl's name, y'all. How do we not know her name? This is a this is a shame. How do we not know this young woman's name? Uh oh. I want to just get the picture. Hold on. Uh, what did it save as? Hold on. E5E. All right. Give me a second. Hold on. Give me a second. Hold on. I gotta find the picture. Can't have y'all looking at all my files on my computer. All right, here we go. So does anybody know the name of the young black woman in pink that the white cop saved from being stabbed by the other black young woman? Let me put that in there. She was a young woman named Micaiah Bryant. Anybody know? if somebody can help a, help a player out because I don't even know the girl's name, y'all. We supposed to be out here saying her name. I legit don't even know. I legit don't even know the girl's name that was saved, y'all. That's how crazy this story is. I literally do not know what this girl's name is. I know what the girl that was trying to kill her name was, but I don't know the name of the girl whose life got saved. But we're supposed to be, say her name. Uh oh, I forgot to put that hashtag on there. Uh oh, hold up. I got to redo this tweet over again. Give me a second. I forgot to put that hashtag on there. Give me a second. You know, we got to we gotta do hash. We got to get our hashtags proper out in these streets, right? Uh oh, I got to delete that tweet. I didn't put say her name on there. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me go ahead. Uh oh. Let me go ahead and copy all this. And let me delete this tweet. I forgot to put say her name on here. What was I thinking? Uh, let me say, I got to pull up that picture again. Can't have y'all looking at my files. Give me a second. All right. 
So I forgot to put that up there. Let me, let me put Columbus up there too. I need this. I need this to get a lot of exposure. <laughs> All right. So does anybody know the name of the young black woman in pink? Say her name that the white cop saved from being stabbed by the other black young woman named Micaiah. All right, there we go. Let's see if somebody can answer this question. I need to know. I literally do not know this young woman's name. It's a shame. Oh, what we, we forgot to do something, y'all. Hold up. What do we always do when somebody dies at the hands of a cop? Let's go check the GoFundMe, y'all. Let's go see if there's a GoFundMe. Oh, look at wait, hold up. Let's oh here we wait a second. Wait, wait, wait a second. Hold on. Let's see if there's a GoFundMe out there. Let's see. Hold on. Um, oh, it says a GoFundMe for Micaiah Bryant was started by her mom. GoFundMe removed it. Uh-oh. What do you mean GoFundMe removed it? When did GoFundMe start removing GoFundMe's for victims, for people who got killed by police? Oh, wait, here we go. What is this? Maybe this is it right up. Nope. Okay, this was it, but it got deleted. See this fundraiser by Deja Bryant, Justice for Micaiah Bryant. This is 21 hours ago, and it's not here. What happened? Uh-oh. What's going on? That's 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 shocking. That's different. She should be on her way to getting the millions right about now. Look at this. What is this? Place your bets. What is this? Place your bets. Micaiah Bryant GoFundMe account amount. Somebody said guessing 500,000. That's low because she was trying to stab a bitch. Also, the 15000 from Biden for funeral costs because she also had died. What is all? Okay, I guess people taking bets as to how much money they think she's going to raise. All right, I think the go, yeah, the GoFundMe's gone. Okay, something's up with that. I don't know. We'll, we'll get back to that later. Oh, BMT's in here. Hold up. BMT, those were babies, G. I don't want to hear that babies crap, nigga. Answer this, BMT's ex-military. BMT, how hard is it to get a marksmanship badge in the military, BMT? How hard is it? Isn't this literally what you have to do just to grad? You literally have to get this badge just to graduate basic training, right? You're ex-army, like me. You literally have to get this badge just to graduate basic training, bro. So becoming a so framing this as uh, a military trained marksman is really not saying anything, y'all. This is just a bunch of fluff language to drum up the feels of people who don't know any better. Oh, black introvert. He was ex-military as well. So like I say, when they put this in here, trained marksman, this is literally just fluff material, fluffy words to stir up your emotions, to make it seem like. This dude is a trained sniper who was on a mission to kill black folks. No, no, it's not. You literally can't even graduate basic training if you don't get this badge. This is the lowest badge right here that you can get, that they teach you how to shoot when you go to basic training. And that's your marksman badge. 
And you're like, how do you know, G? G Dizzle was in the U.S. Army for 13 years active duty, spent thousands of hours at weapons ranges. That's how I know. I've taught hundreds of people how to shoot weapons, as in literally. I was one of them dudes out there running around teaching people how to adjust their sight posts and how to shoot their weapons, clean their weapons, uh, uh, out there walking the range, making sure nobody was pointing. Everybody had their weapons pointed up and down range at all times. I was one of them dudes. That's how I know. So no, Super Mike, he was not some type of sniper dude. He was just a dude that everybody in the military has one of these badges, bro. Everybody in the U.S. Army, from the dude that, that cooks your food in the Army all the way to the commanding general of the U.S. military, they all got one of these badges, bro. Every last one of them. The military trains most of y'all to be racist against black folks. Absolutely correct. Super facts. We need more racist, self-hating Negroes out there like me to inform you, edu you, you ill-educated idiocracy Negroes. What's the movie I said it was called? Idiocracy Negroes. Go watch this movie if you've never seen it before. Oh, you gonna come in here? You know? Oh no, you don't know. I've never seen you in my comments, so you don't know exactly how true your statement is about me, right? Because I make you cry up in here. I get in. I listen. Go. I suggest you go do your homework on me. I'm not one of these Negroes that bows down to the fields of pro blacks and, and the black delegation. You really don't know about me, bro. You really don't know. Everything that you you everything that you believe I am, I probably am exactly that and will admit it to your face. I have no always me tears. I have no time for people sitting around here trying to make it seem like this girl is some damn victim because she got killed by a cop as she was in the middle of trying to kill another black girl. I ain't got time for stupid niggas like you. You need to be you need to be taken up out of here. You need to become a member of the 0.003% population and get on up out of here. That's where you need to go. <laughs> you need to go. If you don't know what the 0.003 population is, I don't know what to tell you, Super Mike. Go watch my videos. You'll understand what that number means. But this is where we are, y'all. We are literally existing in an alternate reality with this crap. An alternate reality. An alternate reality. Where you literally can watch a video of a black chick literally trying to stick a knife, a six-inch knife, a pretty long knife. It wasn't no Swiss Army knife. It wasn't the little knife that comes on your toenail clipper when you're trying to when you're trying to clean your cuticles. When we're talking about a damn six-inch knife. That can get that can do some damage out there, and then you got nutcases out here like like uh, some of these some of these pasty liberals. They out here talking like um, you've never seen teenagers fight with not no nigga. I ain't never seen two people fight with a knife before. I ain't never seen two kids just scrapping with knives. I'm 41 years old. I ain't never seen it happen. The only the only knife fight I've ever seen was this right here. Michael Jackson beat it, knife fight. This is the only knife fight I remember. Was this right here? 
Let's see if I can find a GIF. Let's see. This is it. This is the only knife fight I've ever really seen. Right here. They trying to make it seem like this goes down in the hood, y'all. Like, 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 like niggas be walking up to each other, locking arms and swinging knives going around in circles. Are they trying to make it seem like this is the 1950s and you got a bunch of Italians walking up and down the street with their little switchblade knives and they having knife fights like this is the 50s and, and 40s. I ain't never seen this crap happen. <laughs> and, but this is what the pasty liberals are saying out here on these streets, y'all. They're like, like, I'm not even making this up. What's, um, what's, what's, uh, Joy? Let me see. What's that chick from The View? Joy Behar? Joy. Look, hold up. Let me find it. Hold on. Was it her who said that stupid tweet? It was some, maybe it wasn't her. Let me see. I don't see the tweet anymore. It was some nutcase liberal. That lived that had the uh, hold on. I think we got some answers. Hold on, let's see. Oh, I ain't got no answers. Who who retweeting me? I don't want your retweets. I want the doggone name of the chick, man. I don't want your retweets. What up, AM1? I want to know the name of the girl in the pink. Everybody knows the name of the girl that was trying to kill the girl in the pink. I want to know the name of the girl in the pink whose life was actually saved by that white cop. You know, that white cop that they're trying to say is now a racist because he killed a young black girl that was trying to stick a knife in another black girl. We supposed to be saying her name. We supposed to be protecting black lives and black women's. How come I don't know the name of the girl in the pink, y'all? What's her name? We should know her name. And look at this. What is this? Now, let's rewind this. Hold up. Let's see the whole video. It says, Makai Bryant, 16, was fatally shot by a police officer in Ohio. The, the police in Ohio who released body cam footage said the girl had threatened two other girls, not the cop, with a knife before the officer opened fire. Really? Watch. Who says there's no bias in policing? So here's another one of these stupid comparison videos, right? First things first. What's the deal with this video? The cops are already on scene engaging with the dude with the knife. Do you see this dude out here? Do you, do you see random bodies just flying all over the place? People getting beat up all over the place, right? When you go back to the video with the cop, this dude, when you literally watch the video, he ain't even there about three, four seconds before his body's flying all over the place. You got a dude trying to stomp a chick in the head. And then you got big girl with the knife over here trying to ju juke somebody with a knife. That happened literally within about three to five seconds of him opening that damn squad car door to get out and, and try to figure what the hell was going on. You can't compare that to this right here, where it's obvious these dudes been out here for a while dealing with this nutcase right here. You can't even make these compare. L listen, I don't even know how people make these bogus ass comparisons, y'all. How do you make these bogus comparisons? But they didn't shoot him. Well, first off, every cop ain't the same. Every cop in every city 
is they all have different rules of engagement or whatever, whatever. They all, every, every, why does everybody act like all cops, that like they're just one damn franchise like McDonald's? Like every McDonald's you go to, they put two pickles on every hamburger. Every police department don't operate identical to everybody. Some police departments, you could put knees on necks. Some of them you can't. <laughs> and then everybody just wants to remove all context from these videos, y'all. Like, how do we just ignore this? The knife. How do we ignore this? This literally, from the time this, from the time he shot this girl, from the time he got out the car and shot this girl, we talking probably about, probably about just about ten seconds. The whole event went down in like ten seconds, y'all. Go watch the video. Go watch the video. Look at this. Exactly. Every cop ain't the same. Some murder, some don't. Yeah, that's like black people. Some black people murder, some don't. Some black people run around here trying to stick other black people with knives and some don't. Exactly. Everybody ain't the same, bro. Everybody, no matter what your profession is, no matter if you're a civilian or you're some type of some type of official. Some black people don't run around here trying to stick knives in people and some do. So we can we can do that comparison all day long. Super Mike, <laughs> that comparison fits with everything. Some people like peanut butter, some like jelly, some like both. Threw my syllabus away today and let students talk for the entire class period about the Chauvin trial, the killing of George Floyd, Dante Wright, and Micaiah Bryant, and so on. <laughs> really? Your kid's going to fail. What do you teach? What does Professor Fleming teach, y'all? Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Look at, look at what she teaches, y'all. Where's she at? Where's she at? Look at this. Critical race sociologist, y'all. Somebody tell me what the hell is a critical race sociologist? Is this not one of those useless college degrees, y'all? That the only thing you can do is become a college professor with that degree. So you can run around here preaching more woe is me dribble. This is this is a useless college degree, y'all. A socio a critical race sociologist. So basically, she's in class all day long telling white folks, you racist and black people, you victims, and you scared. And how you need to go on TV like, like uh, Van Jones and start crying, talking about how you scared of white people all day long and scared of cops. That's literally what she, this is literally what goes on. You know what? I'm kind of nervous to send my kids to college. Because I'm like, I don't want my kids getting brainwashed by, by these Critical race sociologist, when my son goes to college and then he comes home and then he over here talking about, dad, I'm scared of the police. Dad, I'm scared of white folks. Like, nigga, what? You ain't got nothing to be scared of if you ain't out there doing stupid crap to attract the attention of the police. You ain't got nothing to be scared of. You just go live your regular random life and there's a 99% chance ain't nothing going to happen to you. Based off the numbers, 
Say her name. What's the what's the name of the girl that that? She, hold up, let me put that in. The, is it? Oh, this is my. Hold up, this is my dude, Maxwell. Come on, son. I was just playing your music the other day, bro. I was literally just playing your music the other day, Maxwell. You can't do this, bro. You can't do this. But you got to. You got to sell records, nigga. <laughs> you got to sell records, nigga. You can't do this, Maxwell. Fuck that. I'm going to say what I got to say. What was the name of the girl she tried to stab? <laughs> I want to know the name of this girl. What was the name of the girl she tried to stab? Look, Max, I, I can separate the artists from their stupidity. Like, I still play R. Kelly's music. I'm still an R. Kelly fan. I'm a rock. I'm going to play my Chocolate Factory and my TP2000 forever. Free R. Kelly, nigga. They need to do a versus with R. Kelly because I don't think, matter of fact, I was talking about this the other day. When I, not the other day, but about whenever the, the Earth, Wind & Fire versus, I was telling the wife, I was like, who, what, who could you put up against R. Kelly in a versus? I was like, there's only one person that I can think of that might be able to compete with R. Kelly, and that's Prince. I couldn't name one other artist that can that can actually comp go toe-to-toe -to -toe with R. Kelly other than Prince. That's it. That's it. You can go buy Maxwell. I still, I still play his music. Shit, he be jamming. So I ain't got no problem separating the artist from the person. Cause I'm a, cause look, if R. Kelly come out with another, well, he ain't gonna come out with one now. But I'm just saying, if he had came out with another album that sounded like Chocolate Factory or TP2000, I would have bought that too. I would have bought it and been playing it while I was watching the damn Lifetime documentary about him. <laughs> but yeah, but look, everybody, like I, I, like I say, I don't understand how we can look at this and be like, we need to say her name. And we need to go march for hell. Hell no, nah. genuine man, get your ass, get out of here. Genuine ain't messing with no R. Kelly. The only one that can do a versus with R. Kelly is Prince. That's it. Prince got like 30 albums. All them albums got banging ass music on damn near everyone. He's like the only artist I can think of that can actually go toe to toe with R. Kelly. Eric Benet, man, shut up. No. Get out of my chat talking stupid like that. It's only Prince, is the only one. Is the only one that can actually do a legit versus with R. Kelly. Come on, somebody give me an answer to this girl's name. I ain't getting no answers. What's this? What's this guy? What happened? What, what you deleted your tweet? What'd you do? Uh, that person deleted their tweet. Oh, no, here it is right here. He says, I wouldn't ask for her name. It seems like everyone in the black community wants her to be dead. Only the lies of thugs matter. Look, I can't even disagree with that. No, so, okay, this person deleted the tweet. Yeah, I mean, if this is about black lives matter, why don't, how come we don't know the name of the chick that, <laughs> that, that damn near got murdered? She was black. She black. That black girl right there.
That's a black girl. Two black girls. And then I think that's I think that's big girl's father right here. This is the dude that was stomping the girl out over here. Like I say, this this totally destroys this narrative of black people being scared of the police. This nigga was over here stomping a mud hole in that other chick in front of the cop, y'all. In front of the police. And then she over here trying to stab another chick up in front of the police. What the hell? Where is this fear of the police at? What is y'all talking about? Ain't no fear. You you trying to attempt, you, you trying to commit murder over here in front of a cop. You over here committing aggravated assault, all kind of stuff in front of a cop. Go. Yeah. Talking about you scared of police. What the hell is y'all talking about? But she had a knife. Micaiah Bryant was outside of her home, right? Two girls came to her home to jump her. Again, I have to ask, why did the police shoot her four times in the chest? What are cops trained to do? There was no way to de-escalate this. How do you, oh, Jesus, how do you de-escalate something? Listen, you go watch the video. From the time that cop opened the door to go investigate what the hell was happening, this all went down in like less than 10 seconds, y'all. Less than, I, I wish I, let me see. Uh, who got a copy of the video? Let's see. Let's find the video and count the seconds, y'all. Hold on. <sighs> See if I can find a picture of it. All right, here we go. All right, let's let's watch it. Uh, now I want to see it from the start. I don't know when does this start. Hold on. I want to see it from the time he gets out of the car. Now, here we go. Let's see. Hold on. All right, here we go. All right, so let's watch this. Let's count the seconds. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen seconds, y'all. Thirteen seconds from the time this dude got out the car, from the time he laid her out. Thirteen seconds. So you mean to tell me where that stupid tweet go? probably lost it now where that tweet go with that girl say she only had a knife uh, probably lost the tweet hold on I think I lost the tweet but you mean to tell me 13 seconds from the time that guy got out that squad car he posed that he's supposed to he's supposed to figure out in 13 seconds who the hell called the cops? What was going on? Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Within 13 seconds, he sees a chick getting stomped out in front of him and another chick with a knife trying to stab another chick. In 13 seconds, y'all. Let's go, let's go watch it again. Where the video at? Let's count the seconds, y'all. Hold on. Let me put it on the big screen. Let's blow it up. 13, oh, here we go. Let's count the seconds, y'all. All right, here we go. Who hit the play button? All right, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 
13 seconds, y'all. 13 seconds. He gets up here. He don't know what they who. How you know who's who in 13 seconds? Look, look what happens in 13 seconds, y'all. Let's look at the video. He gets out. He approaches the girl in pink. Hands up with his hand up. Trying to figure out, like, what the hell's going on? Here we are. Eight seconds into the video. This girl getting knocked over into the grass by the other girl, by the big girl with the knife. That's big girl with the knife right there. Then here come her father. We at 11 seconds in. Here her father kicking this girl. We at 12 seconds in. This girl got the knife ready to go get this chick the business. This is literally 13 seconds. He what 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 are you supposed to do in 13 seconds, y'all? He's supposed to go over there and uh what? What are you supposed to do? Pull out his notepad, start asking questions about okay, who's who? We are literally looking at 13 seconds of this crap, y'all. All this went down in 13 seconds, y'all. 13 seconds. <laughs> oh, that's right, Captain Crunch. All hell broke loose in literally 13 seconds of him getting out of that squad car. And he's supposed to, he's supposed to go there with psychic powers and know who's who. Oh, li listen to this idiot. Now, this idiot is just saying stuff just to stay stuff. He posed a call for backup in 13 seconds. 13 seconds? How long do you think it takes for backup to get there in 13 seconds? Let's just say he did call for backup. What did he pose to do in 13, within 13 seconds of him getting out the car, this girl in the pink was about to get stabbed up? What, what was backup supposed to do? He posed to just wait for backup to come while big girl putting a blade in this other chick? See, right now, Super Mike being stupid on purpose. He doing that because he just want to be seen on the screen. He want to be seen on the screen. He hoping some chick looks at his avatar pick and tries to choose up on this nigga. That's what Super Mike trying to do. He trying to get chose up on, y'all. Jane, Super Mike trying to get you to holler at this nigga. That's all. He, he just hoping I just highlight his comments. 13 seconds, y'all. 13 seconds, my nigga. 13 seconds. Let's look at it again. All this went down in literally 13 seconds of him getting out the car. This is literally 13 seconds. I'm going to keep saying that. All this went down in 13 seconds. <laughs> this literally happened in 13 seconds, y'all. 13 seconds. Within eight seconds, there's a chick being shoved to the ground who's about to get stomped out. Look at that. We had nine seconds. She already on the ground. Within nine seconds, y'all. He ain't been on the scene with his feet on the concrete for nine seconds. And there's already a chick all on the ground who's about to get stomped out. Look at that. We had 11 seconds. This dude got his foot cocked, ready to give her the business at 11 seconds, y'all. This, this cop literally had, you know, when they say cops make split-second decisions, this is literally an example of the split-second decision, a literal example. 
So at second, at 11 seconds, where we at? At 11 seconds, this chick's about to get stomped out. He pulls his piece out at 11 seconds. 13 seconds, he let them rounds fly because she got that knife ready to jug this girl right here. <laughs> this, this is why, listen, this is why this is why I don't take nothing black people say seriously anymore. This is why I get up on here and I say all black people under the age of 35 make up racism. Every last one of y'all. Every last one of y'all lie about racism. Every last one of you. I don't believe none of you. None of you. You lie. And, and here's the thing about the lie. You boldly just make up lies just to lie. Even when you see what's right in front of your face, you got some idiot in the chat talking about he should have called for backup. Let's look at this again. What backup going to do in 13 seconds, y'all? This is all 13 seconds. Fine, 14 seconds. We'll say 14. Let's watch. Here we are. 10, uh, 10, 11, 12, 13. They freeze the video at 13 seconds, y'all. Because that's obviously when the bullets started flying. What this dude supposed to do in 13 seconds, y'all? What backup was supposed to happen in 13 seconds? What type of what type of investigation was this cop supposed to do in 13 seconds of getting out of the squad car to figure out who was who, what was going on? All right, you, you, you just getting here, Mr. Feelgood? Let's let's run this beautiful bean footage one more time. Let's run this beautiful bean footage. This is the cop as he's getting out the squad car. This literally happens in 13 seconds, y'all. Let's watch it. This all goes down in 13 seconds. Boom, they froze the video right there at 13 seconds. That's where, the, that's where they freeze the video. Or 14 seconds. What's supposed to happen in 14 seconds, y'all? This dude was supposed to get out his squad car and conduct a thorough investigation in 14 seconds to figure out if the girl in pink was the bad people or the good people. He was supposed to figure out who this dude was that was stomping this girl out in 14 seconds. He was supposed to what? Pull his taser out, shoot her in the thigh, shoot her in the buttocks. <laughs> He says, yeah, four bullets in the chest. That's how, see, you ain't never, have you ever been to a weapons range, Super Mike? Let me show y'all something. See, I've, I've spent plenty of time at weapons ranges, weapon ranges. I know how to shoot all kinds of guns, B. All right, these are your standard targets, right? They all look similar to this you see any arms and legs on these targets oh you ain't never shot a weapon before you ain't oh you're not a man then you're not a man you're not a man you see any arms and legs on these targets this ain't a real target this is this is the michelin man right here you see any arms and legs on these targets oh no let's look at military because remember remember hold up he is a trained military trained marksman. So we got to look at military weapons range. Uh, military, let me see, let me type it in. 
military, U.S. military uh, weapons range targets. Right? This is what this is what U.S. military people shoot at. This is what our what this is what our targets look like. They look like this. When you go to the actual weapons range, this is Fast Freddy right here, 50 millimeters. When you go to the actual weapons range, this right here, or let's see if they got a decent, right here. So you at the weapons range, this guy's shooting a, a, a saw, a squad automatic weapon. That's what that is. I've shot that a million times as well. But when you at the weapons range and you shooting your weapon, this is what your targets look like. No, oh, let me take him off the screen. Hold on. This is what your targets look like. Does anybody see any arms and legs on these targets? Anybody see any arms and legs? All you see is a center mass and a headshot. You see any arms and legs on these targets? Because remember, remember, he is a military trained marksman. They, they stress the hell out of that. You see any arms and legs on these things? Let's go to the other targets that we use, the paper targets. Where are they at? Here we go. These are our paper targets. You go put these up 25 meters down range. You see it? 25 meters zeroing with an M4 carbine. You see, you see any arms and legs on these targets? <laughs> and it's not hua. That's not how you say hua. You, you spell hua like this. You see any arms and legs on these targets? No, you are trained to shoot center mass. That's how you're trained to shoot. That's how they train the police to shoot. Center mass. Ain't no arms and legs out there, B. So when he pulled that piece out, he was operating strictly off of muscle memory and how he was trained. That's how it works in the real world. But remember, where's Mike at? Where his comic go? Hold up. Let's find him. Super Mike. I asked Super Mike, has he ever shot a weapon before and been to a weapons range? He said no. So Super Mike is telling me a dude that served 13 years on active duty in the U.S. Army, deployed twice, who spent thousands of hours at weapons ranges, who's taught hundreds, helped teach hundreds of people how to shoot weapons, clean weapons, everything from M9s to M16s, M4, saws, all kind of crap. Spent countless hours at weapons ranges. You're going to tell me about weapons. <laughs> You're going to tell me about weapons and how people are trained to shoot when you've never even stepped foot on one and fired a weapon before. You don't get to tell me how it goes down and then come in here talking this. He could have shot her in the legs, man. No, that is not how any cop or any person in the military is trained. You are literally trained to shoot center mass. You are literally trained to kill. Literally, we are told, listen, anybody that's ever been to a weapons range knows this. You don't ever pull your weapon out the fire unless you plan to kill. Anybody that's ever been to a weapons range, whether you are a civilian, military, or cop, 
one of the number one rules is you don't ever pull your piece out to shoot unless you shoot to kill. That's the entire purpose of it. You don't shoot to wound. You shoot to kill. Anybody will tell you that. Maybe you need to go spend time at a weapons range learning how to be a damn man, learning how to use your Second Amendment right in this country instead of being a bitch-made nigga in my comment section because you in your feels because you because you mad at the white man and want to blame white people for, for killing a black girl that was trying to kill another black girl. You bitch-made nigga, you. This is, this is the epitome of a bitch-made nigga. This is why black women be like, they can't fuck with niggas. Because the niggas like this. And I don't blame them. This is the nigga Cynthia G be talking about right here. This nigga admits he has never even shot a weapon before, y'all. And based off his picture, he looked like he pushing 30 years old or older. But you're going to tell me. Somebody that joined the army when I was 22 years old. Did 13 years in that motherfucker. Deployed twice about how it's supposed to go down. Nigga, if you don't get your ass all the way up out of here, you bitch made nigga you. Especially you gonna sit here and make excuses for a chick who's trying, who tried to kill another black chick. You bitch made fuck boy. And I'm trying not to curse, but nigga, you don't piss me off with your nigga. Niggas call me a coon. Hell to the gnaw. This nigga's a coon right here. Look at this. And I will not use those weapons. You ain't using nothing, nigga. You probably don't even know how to make a proper fist. Do you know how to make a proper fist? Or are you the type of nigga that tucks your knuckles up under your fingers when you punch somebody? If this is who y'all got to deal with out there, I bet you this nigga ain't got no woman, but he probably be all up in the manosphere talking about how he can't get no women and black women this, black women that. Why would a black chick want to be with you, nigga? Why would a black woman want to be with you? You scared to defend chicks, even if you got one. A nigga, a nigga pull a kick dough in your house, what you going to do? Hide up under the blankets? You gonna tell your girl to go downstairs and investigate the bump in the night? Listen to this. Look at this dude. This the type of nigga that's out there that's in the black manosphere, y'all. This nigga. If I listen, it, it, listen, all you black women out there, I wouldn't give this nigga no pussy. That nigga should be banned from all coochie from black women for life. He don't want to shoot weapons. Oh, and now he married 16 years. Nigga, stop lying. Stop lying. I feel sorry for your wife. Your wife don't know what kind of danger she in. <laughs> she living with a nigga that's scared to, to use weapons, y'all, to defend her honor. I've been married to my wife for 15 years, nigga. And guess what? My wife used to be in the military, too. My wife know how to get busy with a weapon, too. Oh, you got four kids. They need to run. They need to run. Somebody break into this nigga house. He's sending his two-year-old downstairs to investigate. That's how scary this nigga is. Get your ass out of here. You got, and you, and listen, how you going to sit up here and talk about you got four kids and you going to sit here and defend 
a girl trying to stick another girl because this other girl in the pink was probably a teenager too. So how you gonna defend this? You got a chick trying to trying to uh, a chick trying to kill another girl. Get your lame ass out of here. You lame ass bitch made niggas. You guys are a cancer. Y'all be like, oh, you a coon. Nah, these the real coons, y'all. The real coons are Negroes in the community who constantly make excuses to, to keep you Negroes in a forever victim mentality. These are the real coons of the community. These are the Negroes you got to fear. These are not fear. These are the Negroes you got to get away from. These are the real coons, y'all. I know I say I'm a coon because I say it, but the only reason I say it is to piss niggas off. The real coons are niggas like this who make up excuses to justify bullshit that takes place in the community. Him and everybody else out there are literally making excuses up for a black chick who tried to kill another black chick. And none of us know the chicks. And I still ain't got an answer on Twitter. Nobody knows this chick in the pink's name. This chick was damn near murdered. But we all feeling sorry for her attempted murderer. <laughs> Think about how psychotic and delusional this is. We are literally existing in an era where you got Negroes all, all over online who feel sorry and know the name of somebody who tried to commit murder, but we don't know the name of the person that damn near got murdered. How crazy is this y'all? But this just goes to show you, this goes to show you that black folks don't give a rat's ass about black people committing violence on the black people. You literally listen, everybody be like, Oh, you talking that black on black crime. You cooning. This is the perfect example of this, y'all. You got black folks going at each other to the point where one damn near stabbed another one and tried to kill him. And all people can focus on is the white cop, the white cop who killed the black person that was trying to kill the other black person. I mean, this is literally an example of all this crap I'm talking about. They just want to talk about the white person, the white cop. Never mind, the white cop saved this black chick, saved her life. As in literally, I'm gonna be on the wrong side of history. Soup, I'm gonna be on the wrong, I'm gonna be on the side of history that 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 has common fucking sense that looks at this as like, how dare you niggas run around here talking about say her name to somebody that just tried to kill another black person? How dare you? sit around here make excuses for a chick with a fucking knife in her hand who literally just tried to kill another black girl. You want to focus on the goddamn cop who saved the black girl's life. That's in the pink. This is how sick and twisted you niggas are, and that's why I will forever be on the wrong side of history because fuck you niggas. I don't want to have shit to do with y'all kind. I ain't got nothing in common with you niggas. So yeah, I will stay on the so-called wrong side of history because I can't get down with this dumb shit. I can't get down with this. Good. I hope history judges me harshly. I hope it does. I hope history has my name ringing from now until eternity. Because I ain't going to sit here and defend 
no chick who just literally tried to kill another black chick and focus on the damn cop who saved this black girl's life. You niggas is crazy as hell. <laughs> you And listen, listen to this dude. He says the dead girl was defending her house. Let's go back to the video, y'all. Let's go back to the video. He says the dead girl was defending her house. Let's watch this video one more time. Let's count the seconds, y'all. This is from the time he got out the car and walked over there. Let's count the seconds. Boom. They stopped the video. 14 seconds. 14 seconds, my nigga. How in the fuck was this cop supposed to know who was defending what in 14 seconds? This dude literally got out of the car and within 14 seconds, all this went down. How was he supposed to know who was who in 14 seconds? Let's watch it one more time. Look at this. Eight seconds is when everything starts going down. Nine seconds, this chick is thrown on the ground. Ten, 11 seconds, he pulls the piece out. 12 seconds, this dude's about to stomp this girl's head in. 13, 14 seconds is when it all goes down. What the hell was this cop supposed to do in, in, in 14 seconds, nigga? 14 seconds, he posed to what? Pull out his notepad, start asking questions. Who's the how, Who's the property owner? Who's who? Who's the good people? Who's the bad people? This that literally happened in 14 seconds. Yeah, they got to be trolling, bro. They got to be trolling. But I don't believe they're trolling. I don't believe, I believe these niggas really believe it. Because when you come on Twitter it's the same sentiment all over Twitter. It's the same sentiment. Tweet after tweet after tweet. People saying damn near the same crap. We talking 13, 14 seconds from the time he opened the squad car door. He's supposed to know who's who, what's going on. He, he knows everybody's name out there. He knows who the owner of the house is. He knows who the daughter is. He knows who the father is. He knows who the girls are that's over there. Like, what? You, come on, man. I know you serious, but you seriously stupid. <laughs> but this is the problem with liberals. This is the problem with the BLM, the B1s. Oh, Jesus, look at this. I'm cherry picking information. Bruh, what is it to cherry pick in 13, 14 seconds? Let's watch it again. Based off your based off your dumbass knowledge, this nigga's supposed to this cop was supposed to know everything about everybody out there in 14 seconds. He was literally just a cop who got a call who just happened to be in the closest area. You know how that works, right? Police that be on patrol, they drive certain routes in the city all day long. When dispatch come over, uh, we got an issue going on at 123 Main Street. 
whoever's the closest cop to 123 Main Street, they're normally the one that goes to respond to the incident. The dispatcher kind of gives them like a little brief summary of whatever was told to the dispatcher from the person who called the cop. So the information he got was somebody is some girls over there fighting with knives. Like that was literally the information that was given to this dude. When you go watch the, 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 the press conference, there was like he was told there were some girls fighting with knives at this address. That was it. He was the closest cop in the area. That's why he got there first. That's how this works. In case you don't know how, how policing works, how these phone calls work, how these dispatches work. Whoever's the closest to the area is who goes there first. So he gets there within 14 seconds. All he knows is there's some, some people out here fighting with knives. He don't know who the hell's who, who's who. We here for 13, 14 seconds. And within that time frame, here come a chick swinging a goddamn knife. How is he supposed to know she was defending her house? How does... how? Answer that question, Super Mike. How was this cop supposed to know in 13 seconds the big girl with the knife was allegedly defending her house? How are you supposed to know that? This nigga just met this girl. <laughs> Within 13 seconds, how are you supposed to know that? How are you supposed to know that, Super Mike? <laughs> this, this is the dumb shit I'm talking about. He could not know. Uh, duh. Thank you, Super Mike. Finally, we agree on something. There is no way in hell he could have known. There's literally no way in hell he could have known. <laughs> exactly. How is he supposed to know? You go watch the press conference the cop did. There was like, he was literally told, at this address, there are some girls fighting with knives. Oh, Jesus. Look at this crap. Well, I'm waiting for it to pop up. But he should not have killed her. Let's roll the beautiful bean footage. Wait a second. So you got a chick that cocked her arm up right here. You see the knife right here? Anytime you cock your arm up, any right, I'm trying to find it. Hold on. She cocked her arm up, bro. Have you ever, Mike, Mike, have you ever punched somebody in the face before? Have you ever gotten into a fight before, Mike? I don't believe you have. Anytime you cock your arm like this, look, this thing went above her shoulders, bro. Anytime you get ready to punch somebody, well, you, uh, you know, it, when I say punch somebody, I'm talking about this. You know, y'all know how street niggas fight. They just be letting arms fly all over the place, right? They don't really have any solid uh, uh, structure like a like a like a trained athlete. So, anyways, she got her arm cocked up above her shoulders, bruh. She got her feet planted. That means she's finna bring force down. She ain't finna take the knife and tickle her feet, my nigga. She plans on inserting that knife deep into her body what the cop supposed to do bro he supposed to break out a taser he supposed to what he supposed to what run over there and, and jump between the knife <laughs> 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 uh, 
You know what I'm saying? This is this is this dumb nigga logic. But this crap is all over social media, man. All over social media. All over this, all over it. But we don't know the name of the girl that actually had her life saved, y'all. That's the tragedy in all of this. Shout out to Sister Joy. Where a comic go? This dumb nigga think the cops should have shot her in the leg. Yeah, oh, Sister George, we already went over that. Sister George, this dude never shot, this dude has never shot a gun before, never been to a weapons range. I just had to give him a class on what targets look like. These are paper targets at the military. Because this article is saying that he was a military trained marksman. I had to explain what that meant. Everybody in the military is a trained marksman, as in literally. And you're trained to become one by shooting at paper targets that look like this. There are no arms and legs on paper targets, Mike. You are trained to shoot center mass, Mike. Inside, inside this circle right here is where you want your targets to be. What, your, what they call a shot group. That's what they call a shot group. Look, here's a horrible shot group. See these three bullets right here? That's a shot group. They got to adjust their sight so they can get it inside the circle. This is a shot group right here. There's another shot group. All three circles. There's a shot group right here. The reason why this, the reason why these bullets are way over here is because this the person who squeezed the trigger didn't practice their proper breathing. They didn't practice proper breathing and proper trigger squeeze. They had either basically they fat fingered this trigger squeeze. You're like, what do you mean? When you shoot an M16 or an M4 and you got your index finger on the trigger, you're not supposed to have your whole thing, your finger grip the damn trigger. You're supposed to have the tip of your finger grip the trigger because if you fat finger it, meaning you got more than the tip on it, you're going to cause the weapon to, to, to swing to the right or to the left. This is how the shot group ended up way out here to the left in combination with a sight post not being properly adjusted. If you get him way up here, that means he didn't practice proper breathing. Because when you pose, when you squeeze the trigger, you're supposed to squeeze the trigger in between breaths. So when you breathe in and you breathe out, that little pause where you're actually not, where your diaphragm is not expanding is when you're supposed to squeeze the trigger. Because if you breathe in, I mean, if you squeeze the trigger when you're inhaling, you're going to cause your shock group to get shot up here somewhere. If you squeeze the trigger, the trigger as you're exhaling, you're going to cause your shock group to end up down here somewhere. I learned this from 13 years on active duty in the army and spending thousands of hours at a weapons range, bro. And teaching people how to shoot weapons, how to breathe when they shoot weapons, how to properly squeeze the trigger, how to adjust their front and rear sight posts so that they can tighten up their shot group so that they can get their shot group inside this goddamn circle so that we can move them out to the, to the, to the, to the pop-up range so that they can shoot these targets at the pop-up range. The 50 meter, 100 meter, 150, 200, 250, and then there's a 300. Oh, here it is, right here, the 300. And I ta taught them how to shoot in the foxhole, and I taught them how to shoot in the prone position, and I taught them how to shoot in an unsupported position, taught them how to shoot kneeling, all that shit, dude. So he has no idea what he's talking about, Sister Joy. That's why, that's why when people get up here and they talk about shoot him in the legs, these are people who have never been to weapons ranges and never shot a gun before. People who are taught to shoot weapons, you are taught to shoot to kill. And you're taught to shoot center mass because guess what? All of your vital organs are up in here. 
So not only is this the physical area, then arms and legs, a bigger target, but this is where all your soft tissues and your vital organs reside, your heart, your lungs, you know, stuff that you need to, to, to probably live. You can get shot in the leg and, and the bullet might, you know, assuming they don't hit like a major artery, it might break a bone, but you can still, you can still get busy. You can still go out there and juke somebody. You can get shot in the arm. It might break a bone. It might, it might make that arm useless, but you still got another arm. You can get busy. Because here's the thing about getting shot, right? I've never been shot before. I've been shot with a high-powered BB gun, which feels like you got shot. But here, here's the thing about getting shot that you guys got to understand, especially in this situation. So you watch this video. You watch the video. Since you've been in a fight before, what happens in a fight, y'all? When you're in a fight, you have a lot of adrenaline pumping and jumping, right? You go into a fight, adrenaline is sky high. Sometimes you don't even know if you got punched or got hit. And you don't feel the stuff till after the fight and, every, and, and your adrenaline has calmed down. Well, guess what can happen if you get shot? If you get shot and you got like a lot of adrenaline running, let's just say he shot her in the arm or shot her in the leg. There's a high chance she probably wouldn't even know she got shot because her adrenaline is sky high right now. Her adrenaline is sky high. So even if he did shoot her in the arm or the leg, there's a high chance she probably wouldn't even feel the bullet. And she would still proceed to try to attack this chick because adrenaline basically numbs the pain. You don't feel it until your adrenaline rush comes down and then you look like, oh, shit, where this blood coming from? I got shot. Like that stuff actually happens. So, no, you're not trained to shoot arms and legs. You're trained to kill. You're trying to take the target out, the threat. And this was a clear threat. You got a chick literally taking a knife and purposely trying to jab this chick with a knife to the point where the chick in the pink, she lifts her leg up to try to form a barrier, to try to help defend her body. She don't know what to do. So she leans back, lifts her leg up, do whatever she can try to do to try to prevent this girl from sticking a knife in her. What the hell you mean he ain't supposed to shoot her? This chick is literally trying to kill her. <laughs> well, this is what happens when you're dealing with idiots out here in America, man. Especially those in black society who think they know everything because they know how to create a social media account and sound already smarty and say white supremacy every five seconds. You guys are idiots. You don't know anything about the real world. And I don't give a shit if you are married with four kids. Your wife married one dumbass nigga. Or your wife is just as dumb as you. And I don't usually talk about people's spouses. But damn it, for a woman to be with you 16 years and you talking stupid like this, she got to be slow. She got to be slow. She got to be slow or she got to be the one that wears the pants in that family. That's what I think it might be. I think she might be the one that wears the pants in the family. Here we go with another, another video of people trying to compare different scenarios. What they say, uh, this 61-year-old grown-ass man hit a cop in the head with a hammer. Uh, do we got that on video? 
and then dragged another cop. Is there actually video of him hitting a cop in the head with a, I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But once again, every, every cop, every department ain't the same, bro. But I hate when people do this, right? People be showing these videos and people be acting like white folks. Nigga, it's more white people get killed by cops. Look, oh, God. Do we got to? Let's see. Hold on. I mean, I hate that we got to do this every time, man. All right, this is from March 31st, 2021. All right. So remember, remember on Twitter, the thing that on Twitter, the message is, man, they never kill the white peoples, man. What, what is this? These are all the white folk. Look, the green, uh, where are we at? The green line is 2021. 50 white folks been killed by cops in 2021 30 black they already winning by 20 <laughs> the maroon line that's 2020 457 white folks were killed by cops in 2020 241 were black in 2020 why people why do negroes continually lie man niggas just love to lie they literally post this stuff to make it seem like cops don't, they just be let, like white folks and just go out there and just do whatever the hell they want and that never happens to them. Look at the numbers. That's because there's more white people than black people. But according to Twitter, don't nothing ever happen to white folks. They, they let Dylan Roof live. They let Kyle Rittenhouse live. This white guy live. That other white guy live. Nigga, 457 of them didn't live. Why do you keep telling these lies, man? Why do black people keep lying about this crap? Niggas lie about black on black crime. You lie about police brutality. You lie about racism. You lie about who's actually being killed. You lie about cops out there killing black people every damn day. Niggas just lie. Lie, lie, lie. All you do is lie. Yo, G, search on YouTube for Charlie Bow. I know who he is, Charlie Bow 313, and watch the Los Angeles video, Hood of Them Black Kids, and tell them BLM Ninjas to go fix it. Oh, yeah, I know who Charlie Bow is. I'm subbed to his channel. Because y'all guys don't know, Charlie Bow 313, he just literally just drives around from hood to hood in his truck showing you what various hoods look like. He came down here to Orlando and did a video down here, was talking to some young little jits out there uh, right before the uh, last, sometime last year during the pandemic. And I actually know the street that they was off. But anyways, yeah, I know who he is, though, but appreciate the money. But niggas just lie, man. These social media people, they lie. They lie nonstop, man. They get on Twitter and lie. They get on TV and lie. They literally have niggas thinking that you are going to walk outside and be killed by a cop. We've done the math over here. Let's do it again.
17,985 police departments in America that are responsible for patrolling. How many Americans are? How many people in America? I don't even know what the number is. All right, let's just say 333 million Americans, right? You have a grand total of 18,000 police departments responsible for policing 330 million Americans, y'all. So now let's let's do the math. Let's do our maths here. Case case uh case super Mike missed it. All right, Super Mike, let's say 18,000 police departments, Mike. Let's just say every police department, we need to form, we need to form a base here. Let's just say every police department in America, 18,000, have just one interaction with one black person per police department every day for a full 365 days. So that means you have 18,000 interactions per day across America times 365. That means in a 365-day calendar year, if 18,000 police departments each had just one interaction per day with one black person, that would be 6,570,000 interactions per year, right? Twenty twenty, two hundred and forty-one black people were killed by a cop. Combination of just and unjust. I don't know. They just say two hundred forty-one. Two hundred forty-one divided by six million five hundred and seventy thousand interactions. You have a 0 0.00003. Matter of fact, let's just this translate into decimal. Remember, if you want not decimal, if you want to if you want to translate this into percentages, you move the decimal place, uh, the decimal point two places to the left. So now we will be at a 0 0.003 or four. If we're going to round it out to a smooth four. So a 0.0034% chance. That's the chances of you being killed by a cop. That's the chance. That, that's a 0.003% chance caused all that chaos and confusion last year over George Floyd, where everybody's protesting, burning cities down. A 0.003% chance Got LeBron James out here sounding like a fucking idiot who just needs to shut up and play basketball. Running around here talking about how, how we can't do nothing. It got a 0.003% chance. Got Van Jones on TV crying like a little bitch every five minutes. That's the chances of you being killed by a cop. Super Mike. These niggas lie to you. They lie. A 
zero three percent chance allow blm to raise close to a hundred million dollars according to this person a 0.003% chance allowed the lead, one of the leaders of BLM to go buy over $3 million worth of houses across two states on two different coasts. These niggas lie to you over and over and over again. None of y'all are getting hunted and killed. Because none of you niggas in my chat are out there doing stupid crap to get hunted and killed. All right, Super Mike, are you out there walk jogging in random neighborhoods? Are you out there jogging in random neighborhoods that you don't live in, going inside of houses that you don't own, that are under construction? Are you out there passing out fake $20 bills, Super Mike? And then going to sit in your car across the street from the store that you just passed the fake $20 bill out? Huh? Super Mike, are you out here uh, getting into fights where you got to pull a knife out and try to stab people up and then interact with a cop who just met you within 13 seconds? He got he to gotta put a bullet in somebody because he don't know who's who? Are you out there waving around fake guns, Super Mike? Like Tamir Rice? <laughs> Remember his? Oh, you don't know what his gun looked like? You talking about Tamir Rice? He was a kid. All right. Tamir Rice's gun. We got, we got, a, we got a, uh, where is it at? Where's the actual gun? We need to see the actual gun. There's an actual picture comparing it to the fake one. Uh, you don't know nothing about weapons. Oh, here we go, right here. Super Mike, which one of these is fake and which one is real? Can you tell by just looking at them? Now, I'm a dude that was in the Army for 13 years. It's hard for me to figure out which one is real and fake. This is what Tamir Rice was running around pointing his gun at at the park, idiot, which unfortunately cost him his life. It didn't have an orange tip on it. You can go to jail for 10, 20, 30 years if you rob somebody with a fake gun, man. He was at the park on video. There's video of it. He was pointing the gun at people at the park, even though it was a fake gun. You can't run around here pointing fake guns at people and expect them to think that, to know that that's a, a fake gun. And unfortunately, it cost him his life. Even though he was a kid, but damn it, I can't totally fault him because because of how young he was. But shit, his mother should have told him. You, you can't be. You, why, why would you give your kid a gun like that? That doesn't have an identifiable orange tip on it. I would never give my kid a gun like this as a toy because that shit looks real. How how much of a responsible parent can you be? To allow for your kid to have a fake gun that doesn't have a readily identifiable orange tip on it to let everybody know that this is not a real gun. I got a 14-year-old son and a 6-year-old. I would never give my kids a gun that looks like this, that you can't tell if it's fake or real. That is 
super irresponsible as a as a parent. But let's go down the list. Super Mike. Super Mike, are you living in an apartment where you're hiding drug money in your apartment like Brianna Taylor? Were you a part of a drug organization like her? Probably not, right? Super Mike, did you recently go to your wife's house, baby mama's house, and get accused of sexually assaulting her and then try to take her car? And then she calls the cops on you. And then a cop puts seven bullets in your back, even though you survive. Super Mike, have you recently drove to a Wendy's, uh, a Wendy's, super drunk, fell asleep in the drive-thru, had the cops come up to wake you up, they wake you up, give you the sobriety test, you start fighting the cops, whipping on them, take their taser, as you're running away, you turn around and shoot the taser at them, and then they shoot you, do you do things like that, Super Mike? Do you spend your Fridays and Saturday nights out there doing shit like that, Super Mike? If you don't, you don't have shit to worry about as a black person. If you don't do any of those things, you don't have a goddamn thing to worry about as a black person. So I'm sick and tired of this fucking lie, man. It's a goddamn lie. If you ain't out there doing this crap, you have a 99.997% chance of going home to see your wife and kids so y'all can sit on the couch and watch Netflix and eat ice cream. Stop pretending like you're out here doing this dumb shit. Now, if you're doing this dumb crap, then yeah, you might become a part of the statistic. What about the Virginia lieutenant? What about him? When's the last time, when's the last time you was driving down the street and allegedly uh, uh, had the cops follow you for two miles before you pulled over. And then they decided to hop out and act like some assholes. And that's what they did. That one cop got fired. It is what it is. Nah, the cop got fired. He probably deserved to get fired. He just hopped out, started acting like an ass. So the cop got fired. It is what it is. I ain't got no love. <laughs> I'm not defending that cop. I saw the video like you did. But are you doing these things, these extreme things? Are you out there selling loose cigarettes on the corner in front of a store where the store owner has called the police on you like 20 goddamn times for selling cigarettes in front of his store? Are you doing those things, Super Mike? Which unfortunately results in you potentially getting choked out? Are you selling DVDs in front of a store, Super Mike? And then you get into a fight with the cops and your gun falls out? Whatever, however the hell the damn gun came out and you get killed. You know, you know, what's that guy? What was his name? Because I don't feel sorry for this nigga at all. And I'm gonna tell you why in a second. Um, what was his name? Alton Sterling. Remember Alton Sterling? I don't feel sorry for this dude. You know why? You know why I don't feel sorry for him? And I'm glad he's up out of here. You want to know why? Anybody know? Anybody want to take a wild guess as to why I'm glad this nigga got sent to the upper room? Anybody want to know why? What is the one reason? What For those of you who've been listening to me for a while, what is the one thing that I don't tolerate? 
when it comes to did he deserve to die? There's one group of people that I think deserve to get sent up out of here. That's right. That's right, Jane. Alton Sterling was a fucking child molester, nigga. This nigga got a 12 or 13-year-old girl pregnant. He had to go. You got to go, bro. You got to go. You got to get up out of here. I don't feel sorry for this clown at all. And to make matters worse, this is his son. Do you know his son got arrested for the same thing? His son got arrested for molesting a girl. This shit runs in the jeans with them. His son was boohooing and crying. A couple years later, he gets arrested for the same thing, y'all. This nigga had to go. I don't feel sorry for this dude. He had to go. You got to go, bro. But even before I knew that, even before I knew that, well, let, let's just say, let's just say I never even found out about that. Super Mike, are you out here hustling bootleg DVDs? And then when the cops come, they're trying to move you out the block. You want to get into a fight with the cops? And then somehow a gun falls out and you're a convicted felon with a goddamn gun. <laughs> like, come on, son. If you ain't doing these things, you ain't got to worry about these things, bro. If you ain't doing these things, you ain't got to worry about these things. Now, this ain't for everybody because we all know. We all know. What's his name? Um, Botham John. We all know he was legit innocently killed. He in his own apartment eating ice cream and, and, and Amber Gaga walks into his apartment under the excuse she thinks is hers and smokes him. Let me tell you something, Super Mike. It's super rare for a black person to be killed by a cop. It's even super duper rare for a legit innocent black person to be killed by a cop that legit didn't have shit going on. This is a, a, a super minority in, inside of a, a, an event that's a minority. So, yeah, you'll have the onesies and twosies like this. Like him, uh, what's the dude that was killed in Walmart? John Crawford. He was another innocent guy. Going to Walmart, buying a BB gun. Some white person called the police on him. And the cops came in there and lit his ass up. When he was in there buying a BB gun. So, yeah, you'll have these onesies and twosies. Atiana Jefferson is another one. In her house, babysitting her nephew or something like that. See somebody creeping around through the windows. This motherfucker shoots through the windows and kills her. What's that white cop? Walter Scott. We all saw that. Wait, where you at? Right here. We all saw this. Shot this dude in the back. And then didn't realize he was being recorded. 
tried to kick the little gun over to make it seem like he had a gun. He in jail right now. He, he was just in the news the other day. He, I think, matter of fact, I think he was trying to get his sentence lowered or something. The judge tossed it out. No, you got to go sit down. So you have these onesies and twosies. But here's the thing. This ain't the standard, bruh. Go, go, go down and look at all the hashtags. Most of these people aren't legit innocent that got killed. This is the extreme super minority. Extreme super minority. This doesn't happen all the time with good people. Trayvon Martin wasn't killed by a cop. He was killed. Here, and here's the thing about Trayvon. He wasn't killed by a police officer. But here's the thing about Trayvon Martin. We ain't got no video footage. We, we, don't, we don't know exactly what the hell happened. That's why George Zimmerman got off. All we know is George was following him when he should have left him alone. But we don't know what the hell happened because there's no video footage of it. All we got is his word. So nobody knows exactly. Well, here's what I think happened. I think Trayvon Martin started whooping George's ass. That's what I think happened. I think he was like, this dude following me. I can't seem to shake him. I'm about to give him this business. I don't think he knew he had a gun. I think Trayvon whooped his ass, if you want my honest opinion. And unfortunately, and I think he was rightfully trying to whoop his ass, but it unfortunately cost him his life. That's what I think happened, but we ain't got, we don't have any, we ain't got no, no evidence of what happened. Nobody knows but George Zimmerman what, what actually happened. But that's what I think happened. I think Trayvon was whooping his ass for real, as he should have been. So, but here's the thing. This ain't the standard, dude. John Crawford ain't the standard. Botham John ain't the standard. This is the standard. Rashard Brooks is the standard. Uh, uh, Breonna Taylor is the standard. You're like, Breonna Taylor? Oh, yeah, yeah, Breonna Taylor. So in case you don't know, you know, we were all told she was in a bad sleep, right? That's what we was all told. Well, there's body cam footage from the cops that I've actually seen the tape when they asked the boyfriend what happened. Like immediately after the sh after the shit went down, the boyfriend is still in shock. He crying. He he's sniffling and nervous. The cop walks up to him. It was like, hey man, who who did the shooting? The boyfriend said Brianna shot first, and then later on he changed his story to say he was the one doing the shooting. But how does that make sense? If he was the one doing the shooting, how come he never got shot and she caught all the bullets? Well, there's only a couple ways that can happen. She was a human shield or he had his arm hanging out the side of the hallway just shooting blindly and then the cops return fire and she's standing in the hallway ready to catch bullets. Or option three, she was the actual shooter. Because how do you shoot but your girl gets lit up like a Christmas tree but you don't? Chances are she was the one who shot first. And when he, when they brought him out and he was still in shock, go look the video up. It's out there. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, 
There's actual video footage of, of the, the cam, the body cam. One of the cops went up to him and asked him straight to his face, who shot first? Who was shooting? This nigga said Brianna shot. He was in shock when he said it. What happens is when you got people that are in shock like that and they're quick to answer questions like that, that's oftentimes the most that they're like 99% telling the truth. They ain't got time to clear their mind. Think about anything. That nigga was telling the truth when he said that. But there's video footage out there. Now look, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend said she shot first. <laughs> he ain't even got to go far for it. There's a video footage. I, I'm not going to go through it. But there's, there's video where the cop asked him on camera. I mean, on, on the body cam. You can hear him say it. Brianna shot first. And you can hear he was visibly shooken up, obviously, because his girl just got killed. So it's understandable for him to be visibly shooken up and highly emotional. But during that highly emotional time period, that's where you're going to get the most honest answers out of a person in, in an event like that. They're going to be super honest right there. So that, that's how this works, B. Are you Breonna Taylor? Are you, are you running drug money for a known drug dealer? Oh, do you even know how Breonna Taylor came in, in, in on the police's radar? Like, let me ask you this, uh, Super Mike. When's the last time you went to go rent a car, Super Mike, and then there was a dead body in the car? Have you ever rented a car, Super Mike, that ended up having a dead body in the car that you were responsible for renting? Does that does that happen to you? Do you like do you like rent a car and go out of town, go sightseeing, and the next thing you know, there's a body in the trunk? And you were the last person to rent the car. Does that ever happen to you? Like, how often does that happen to you? That's never happened to me. And I've rented a car plenty of times in my life. I've never had a car that I've rented end up having a dead body in it while my name was still attached to it as the last person who rented the car. Well, that's what happened with Breonna Taylor. That's how Breonna Taylor came on the radar of the police. They discovered who she was because a car that she rented, there was a damn dead body found in the car. And she was the last person to rent the car. It don't matter. Her, she was the last person to rent it, bruh. And it turns out the person that was killed was another drug dealer that was known in the area. <laughs> but, when, but how often does that stuff happen to you, bruh? Where your, where your name pops up on the radar of the police because you were the last person to rent a car that had a dead body that was found in it. How often does that sensible sister, has that ever happened to you? Jane, has that ever happened to you? Girl, Lena, has that ever happened to you? Anybody in here who's ever rented a car? How many of you guys have rented a car and there was a dead body found in the car and you were the last person whose name was on the paperwork for renting the car? How often does that happen to people, man? That's never happened to me. I've been driving cars since I was 15 years old. I'm 41. It's like, what, 26 years or something like that? That has literally never happened to me in 26 years. However many, whatever, whatever the, is that? Yeah, 26 years. That has never happened to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that just doesn't happen to the, the regular people who just, who go out there and just try to live life and be productive. People. Stuff like that just doesn't happen, man. That's why I'm not worried about being 
falling into this statistic over here. I don't have to run around here pretending like I'm being hunted and killed because I'm not out here renting cars that later on have dead bodies popping up in them. And now I'm linked to a, a damn drug dealer. And now I got the police kicking in my dough. I'm not doing these things, bruh. I'm not out here passing out fake $20 bills, tweaking in the store as I'm passing the fake money out. And this ain't a matter of you being a trained killer. This is just a matter of you being a decent fucking human being who just tries to live your life and not consciously break the law. You ain't got to agree with all the laws, but you're not actively consciously thinking about breaking them. Like when I get pulled over by the police, I'm not arguing with cops with guns. I own all my cars flat out, got the title on them. All my cars, I own, I own all of them. I only got two of them, but I own both of them. Name on the title. My insurance is up to date. My registration is up to date. My license is valid. And guess what? You want to see my driver's license? I'm not going to argue about rolling my window down. I'm not going to be in the car trying to record you on Facebook Live and position my car. All my shit's legit. I ain't never been arrested. I don't have any warrants. So you can run my name all day. While you're back there, you might as well run my credit score. It's going to come back about an 800 for all I give a shit. I'm legit. I'm not worried about that crap. The only thing I'm worried about when a cop pulls me over is how much is the ticket going to be if he decides to give me a ticket? And is this going to affect my license? Are they going to add points on my license, which might affect my damn insurance? That's the only issues. That's the only time I'm nervous when dealing with a cop at a traffic stop. How much is the ticket? Please let him give me a warning. <laughs> That's it. I'm not arguing. I'm not going to be like uh, Corin Gaines. Remember her? The fine light-skinned chick. She out here riding around in a car with tags on her car that say sovereign citizen. Remember this video of the traffic stop? She got pulled over by a white cop because her car had a paper had a cardboard license plate on it that said sovereign citizen. You driving around in an urban city or anywhere in America with a, with a cardboard license plate that says sovereign citizen. I hear talking like you ain't got to go out here and you ain't got to get a license plate like everybody else. Like you living inside of a country inside of a country. But yet you go back to an apartment and you using city water, city electricity. If you were sovereign citizen, you're supposed to supply your own electricity, your own water. You can't be a sovereign citizen living off of the city of Baltimore's water system, electricity system. You ain't sovereign. You can't be driving up and down the streets of Baltimore, Maryland, or wherever with a, with a, with a, with a cardboard license plate on saying sovereign citizen. And then let's talk about how she got killed. She on, she in the house, she lived with a drug dealer, y'all. Her boyfriend is a dope dealer. They got keys, uh, they got heroin in the house, y'all. Little bricks of heroin in the house. 
They trapping at the house while she got her son living in the house, B. The cops show up. Now, the, the, the boyfriend ain't the son's father. The cops show up to the crib. I can't remember exactly why they came. I think it was over some parking tickets. She decides to get all super militant. She goes into to light-skinned militant mode. She bout it, bout it, all on Facebook recording this crap. Police at the door. She in the house loading up a shotgun shell, loading up a shotgun with her kid in the house, preparing for a shootout with her five-year-old son in the house. The boyfriend gives himself up, goes out the house, and tries to tell her to, to have her son come with her. This nutcase broad on camera asks her kid, do you want to go with what's his name or do you want to stay with me? What you think a five-year-old going to say? He going to stay with his mama. She lets the five-year-old stay in the house with her as she's loading up a shotgun, preparing for a shootout with the cops. The cops come through. Shots get exchanged. The boy gets shot. Luckily, he lived. Luckily, he's alive. But what kind of parent are you? What kind of mother is this? Where you gonna risk your five-year-old son's life over a beef you got with the police? When you couldn't let your son go out that apartment with your boyfriend and not risk getting shot. What kind of mother are you? And they herald her like a fucking champion out here. Like she's a martyr. What kind of what kind of crazy crap is this? I would never, as a parent, ever voluntarily put my child in any type of position that would hurt this, hurt my kids. Never. What kind of silly shit is this? And niggas celebrate this chick. Talking about we being hunted. We being hunted. Super Mike, you in there loading up shotgun shells, waiting on a shootout with the cops, with your four kids in the house because of some damn traffic tickets you got? You doing that, Super Mike? Because if you're doing that type of stuff, Super Mike, then you need to worry about being hunted. You need to worry about being hunted. You need to worry about days killing us. But see, everyday average regular black folks that I deal with, niggas ain't doing that stuff. Niggas ain't sitting in the house with their kids loading up a shotgun preparing for a shootout with the cops over some traffic tickets. I don't know any sane, rational, productive person, black person, period, that does that crap. So if you ain't doing that, you ain't got nothing to worry about, nigga. Anyways, I'm about to go. I still want to know what this chick's name is. I, I, I'm just surprised we don't know what old girl's name is, is in the pink. We don't know what her name is. Her life was saved today, y'all. Her life was saved by that white cop. But we celebrating and we over here about the riot and protest and get mad over the black chick that was about to kill her. Think about that. This is how far gone and twisted niggas are. 
we literally have a video of a black chick about to kill another black chick and we are concerned and we need to say the name of the black chick that was that was trying to kill the other black chick but we don't know the name of the the the, the, the name of the black chick in the pink who was about to be killed who actually had her life saved this is how sick this culture is it is fucking sick <laughs> it's, it's just downright you niggas need to be locked up in in padded rooms and fed jello for the rest of your life this is sick i'm about to go i'm about to go y'all be safe though man y'all 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 uh you know y'all want to support the channel man light skin hero the cash apps and all that stuff Whatever, I don't give a shit, but I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Y'all be safe out in these streets, man. Don't do anything to become part of the zero zero of uh, the zero point zero zero three percent. You know what I mean? Just try not to do anything. Just, just go out there and live your regular random life. And there's a there's a 99.997% chance you're gonna be all right, man. You'll be all right. You know what I mean? And, and super mike, go learn how to shoot a gun. Just go learn how to shoot one, bro. They're not scary. Don't be scared of guns. Just go learn how to shoot one. Go to a weapons range. They'll teach you how to shoot them and everything. I think you'll get a different perspective on, on why people don't shoot people in the legs and what you learn, how to actually shoot, and why you're shooting. Other than that, y'all be safe. I got to go. Peace.